your home for everything Cardinals. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader in the red zone with Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury. Presented by Earnhardt Hyundai and Ford dealers. No bowl since 1951. All right, it is Big Red Monday. Tim Ring, Howard Balls are in for Wolf and Luke today, recapping a Cardinals loss to the Buccaneers last night at State Farm Stadium. And what, Howard, you were saying, you were out there. I was here in the studio. You said that was a pretty impressive, energetic Christmas night crowd. It was. They went home disappointed, of course, but... Even though I don't think it was a well-played game, it was certainly not a Picasso. No. But even even Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth were a little bit surprised at the end of the game last night by saying, hey, this ended up being pretty competitive and pretty yeah. pretty entertaining. And I think most people would probably admit going in, they didn't have a lot of good feelings about what the result was going to be. I, I thought it would be I, a, I a, a well-contested game, at least at least you know for a good part of it, because I knew the Cardinals would come in and – because the one thing they have done is, you know, the words get overused maybe sometimes. Well, they battled and they fought and they did this and they did that. But that's what this team has done. And you credit the Buda Bakers and the J.J. Watts and the leaders of this team who have continued to work and play hard in the wake of a very disappointing season. You know, I can't tip my cap enough to the effort that J.J. Watt and Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson and a lot of guys on those defense, they gave that chance. They gave that team a chance to win a football uh, game last night. All right, as advertised, Cliff Kingsbury, head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, joins us now. Cliff, appreciate you taking the time today after uh, what was a – well, listen, all, all, all losses suck, but that, that was a gut punch last night. As I see from hard knocks, you don't sleep much anyway, but last night had to be insomnia city. Hey – when you look at the game plan, game film, and you digest it, is there anything more perspective-wise you can add to the final ten minutes of the game when the sixteen-six lead uh, slipped away on you guys? Yeah, just some missed opportunities. I felt like um, you know we let that that swing pass get out for forty-four yards, which is a huge play in the ball game. We talked all week. You know, big plays was something they'd been struggling at. If we could keep those. Uh, under control we'd have a chance to win the game and then us obviously on that third and one not being able to execute the pitch and and turning the ball over we had a chance to drive down and take some time off and and hopefully put the game away those were two huge plays and um you know they made them and we didn't yeah cliff can i ask ask you to expound on on the pitch play now that you've you've seen it on film probably about 30 times since it since it happened In, in your mind because people are, well, it was the pitch, or the running back should make should make the catch. From your perspective, from the head guy, what do you think happened on that play, or what do you know happened on that play? Where did it go wrong? Yeah, I think just overall, we we got to be able to execute that that play in that situation. You got two young guys um, who haven't played a lot of football, um, and and you know those things happen, unfortunately. But in, in the NFL. You get a third and one like that, you have an opportunity to make a play. You gotta gotta find a way to make it. So I don't think there's blame to put, you know, on either um, party. I think together, it's just somehow, some way in that situation, you can't have that ball hit the ground. Yeah. And, and Cliff, certainly the NFL world has seen Tom Brady play for 23 seasons. You were with him there for a year in the training camp in New England. And last night, it looked like the, I mean, the defense had the answer for three quarters, really. And he was certainly didn't look like Tom Brady, but as he did near the end of the game, just, just, just got it going. And there were some stops in there too, but he got it going 
when they had to. Was there anything different that they were doing or he was doing that led to those drives that eventually tied the game and then won it in overtime? I thought, you know, when he went in a two-minute mode, you could see he, he really got in a rhythm. Uh, they started going no huddle, picking up the tempo, and he was working from the line of scrimmage and checking in the stuff and, and calling the plays of the line. And um, that's when it, I felt like he, he got into his rhythm. But I thought Vance Joseph had a tremendous game plan, really doing a nice job disguising coverages, changing up, um, you know, leverage on, on the, the wide receivers and uh, making it tough to read, you know, pre-snap and, and – uh, got them in some some tough third downs but once he got rolling there late in that two-minute mode you know it looked like vintage tom and uh you got to tip your hat to to their team and and him for making the plays when he had to was there any impact late cliff on marco wilson not being out there i know he didn't play last week because of the stinger in the neck then played this week and had of course two huge interceptions but then wasn't out there when uh, the stinger i guess cropped up again how much of an impact do you think that that had overall and, and some of those last possessions for the Buccaneers? It, it didn't help. There's no doubt. He's a guy who's continued to ascend in his uh, progress and two huge plays. You know, the ball production has certainly increased this year of, of him not just getting PBUs, but, but getting the interceptions, which is, has been great to see for all of us. But when you're down, you know, some corners and you're playing some guys who, who started, you know, fourth or fifth on the depth chart late against, you know, Tom Brady and, and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, that's that can be tough sledding. But I thought they competed hard. I thought, you know, we still had a chance to win that game. It's just anytime you have a guy like Marco of that quality on the sideline, it's never a good thing. Hey, Cliff, when you assessed Trace McSorley last night, I, I, I thought some of the, the good things that he did is he stayed out of the, the major interception, the big turnover that could, could turn the game. I, I thought he obviously found Greg Dortch a lot for some underneath stuff that turned into some some yaks, some yards after the catch. But the inability outside of the Brown play uh, to get the ball downfield, was that just a lack of experience? What, what, what did you see uh, either live or on film as the difficulties in McSorley getting the ball downfield, especially to Hopkins, who was targeted, as you know, 10 times but only had the one catch? Yeah, I thought I thought Trace battled. You know, it wasn't always pretty. Like like you said, he found a way to get Dorch some some um, underneath stuff that that got him going. But um, we needed to find a way to get Hop involved more, and and that you know a lot of that has to do with me and being able to do some more in game stuff that allows that to happen. But uh, he's a guy who's who's quarterback friendly, as we know, Hop, and we got to find a way to give him a chance on on some of those throws. And Trace understands that. But I was proud of his effort and you know first start ever in the NFL and had the ball with a chance to win. We just uh, unfortunately they didn't get it done how much of that with hop is having the quarterback who's had experience and played with him and knows that i don't know if there's a better guy in pro football at making the contested catch but the quarterback has to have that confidence to put it there and i, I wonder how much that maybe that impacted some of the throws some of the throws were high or whatever it might have been but how, how much of that having confidence in a guy to make those contested c- catches only comes with time spent together in games it definitely helps to have that type of uh, time on task, and, and we do have kind of the, the hop rule, which is don't don't overthrow him. You know, it's, it's a guy who you give him a chance, you keep the ball in bounds on any of that deep stuff, and, and he'll go up and make a play for you, and he'll make you look good, and that's something that I think comes with more time together and, and trust that can be built on the practice field. Hey, Cliff, we were kicking around the, the quarterback conversation for next week, so we figure who better to uh, add to the conversation than you. Uh, when you talk about Colt McCoy or Trace McSorley, assuming Colt is, is healthy and ready to play quarterback against the Falcons, t- 
Tell me about the the thought process of the organization and you specifically, because it's a game obviously that don't have, that doesn't have playoff implications. Uh, Colt is coming off a head injury, so you want to be careful with that. You got an offensive line that's 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 banged up a little bit, as we all know. And then I'm sure you'd like to give Trace McSorley some more experience. So what all, what all goes into that decision making process? Yeah, there's a lot. It, it definitely comes from from the top down. Um, we want to make sure that you know we're, we're first and foremost um, following all player safety protocols and making sure that that is is on the forefront of all our decisions. And then we want to win the game. And, and whoever can give us the best chance at that point, uh, we want to play. And, and so with Colt, it's it's a guy who. Um, because of you know our situation early next year, who knows what that's going to look like with with Kyler's recovery and um, you know his rehab going on. That that is an injury that you know varies. I think on on who comes back when. Um, he may be our starter going into the year, so we'd love to build some more confidence with him and get him feeling even more comfortable going into the off season. And then you, you said it, you, you want to see what you got in Trace as well. Could more game reps and, and uh, another week being the starter, uh, you know, really propel him? So it's uh, you know not an easy decision, but it's one that's made with all of our input um, here, and uh, we'll kind of take it day by day the next couple of days and, and figure out which direction we're going. All right, Cliff, man, appreciate you taking the time. Happy, uh, merry, belated Christmas to you. Have a good week of practice, and uh, appreciate you again spending some time with us here uh, on a Monday. Take care, Coach. Thanks, fellas. Take care. All right, you got it.